My name is Caitlin Malinowski, and I am your host of the IAUG Insider Podcast, the home of exclusive interviews with Avaya and IAUG industry leaders on the latest telecommunications news, trends, and best practices. Thanks for joining us on the IAUG Insider Podcast. This week, we had the opportunity to speak with Tim Titus from Path Solutions on some of the updates of their latest products. All right. Hi, Tim. How are you doing? Howdy. Doing well. Awesome. Welcome to the IAUG Podcast. So, As we know here at IUG, and maybe some of our listeners know too, you are the CTO at Path Solutions. So why don't you kind of elaborate on that and tell me a little bit more about yourself? Well, I've been a network engineer for over 30 years. And yeah, that means I have a few gray hairs on me. But what that also means is that I have fought and dealt with just about every problem in the world of networking. Uh, Starting back in the days of Coax, ArcNet, and Novell Netware, all the way up to QoS and uh, VPLS and really all the modern technologies that are out there. Uh, and so I, I've really been affected by a lot of different problems that can happen out there. Great. So many of our listeners end up having occasional call quality issues with VOIP and unified com- communications. Why might this continue to happen? Well, sadly, this problem still continues to occur because network teams don't have the right visibility into what's going on into the network. Uh, Network teams will end up having tools that will say, everything's healthy. Well, everything's healthy according to what the network team needs for data communications, but you might be having latency problems, jitter problems, out of order problems. Uh, You might end up having packet loss issues that data networks automatically recover from, but voice ends up having dropouts. So all of these problems are things that are invisible to the typical network team, and yet they cause a nightmare for a lot of the voice teams. So really what's missing from this picture is information. And so it's this information about the network, about where are packets being dropped, why are packets being buffered. Uh, And so this really makes it so that there's a lot of unknowns in most networks And this is why the telecom team says, hey, uh, we've got problems with call quality. And the network team says, nope, everything looks fine here. And there's never a connection between the two. It's always kind of this giant unknown. Sure. And can't these problems be resolved by analyzing CDR records for call quality information? Well, not really. Uh, CDR records are good for seeing a call and being able to say, that extension 1234 called extension 4567 at this point in time, there might be some call quality statistics along with that CDR record saying this was a very poor call. You had a high packet loss. Well, that's great. The hard part is, is being able to find out where did that packet loss come from? And the reason CDR is a bit misleading is that you'll have a user call you up and say, hey, I had a poor quality call. If you look up the CDR and say, oh, yeah, you're right, you did have a poor quality call, you're really no further ahead, uh, no further down the path of trying to get that problem solved 
all you've been able to do is confirm that your user isn't lying to you. So CDR doesn't help solve the problem. It just confirms that, yes, there is a problem. The hard part is finding out where did that problem happen and why. Right. Would the network team be able to solve these problems? Well, it's the network team's responsibility. So yes, they should be able to solve it. The problem is, referring earlier, is they just don't have the right information. They don't know where packets are being dropped in their network. They don't know why packets are being buffered. Uh, they don't typically have visibility into QoS queues to see how they're performing. And so this missing information just means that the problems aren't able to be solved. Additionally, networks are getting more and more complex, and therefore it's even harder for the network teams to be able to find out what's going on and solve the problem, which sadly means that in a lot of cases, problems just end up going unresolved time and time again until it ends up bubbling up to the point where you need to end up having a daily team meeting to say, how are we going to find out what the problem is? And so this is really affecting a lot of uh, network teams because they don't have enough visibility to collaborate positively with the telecom teams. Your CFO just had a really poor quality call with a lot of clipped words and dropouts. The network team says that the network is healthy. Why do poor quality calls happen, yet the network team can't pinpoint the problem? Path Solutions Total View was designed to bridge the gap between the network team and the telecom team to disclose the root causes of call quality problems, when, where, and why they occur, with plain English answers to problems. This means problems get solved quickly without escalation. Visit www.pathsolutions.com to fix call quality problems faster. Sure. And so what's the trick? How, how do you root cause solve a quality problem? So what's needed to do is you need to find out about packet loss for any reason on every link, every switch, every router, every gateway that's involved in passing voice traffic. Typically, this means you're going to have to log into all of the Ethernet switches, check the interfaces, check the error counters. And again, there's a lot of error counters because a lot of these switches and routers, they're incredibly intelligent. Uh, they have all sorts of information that is trapped up inside of them. So if you're able to check the involved interfaces, the involved uh, switches, the involved routers, and dig into all of that, you might find the smoking gun that says, aha, this interface over here was dropping packets due to FCS errors and alignment errors. Uh, and at that point, you have to do some more research to find out what does that mean? Additionally, on every one of these interfaces, if there's QoS configured, you need to evaluate how are the queues performing? Because just because you have QoS configured on an interface doesn't mean that the high priority queue is even being properly used. So making sure that the queues are performing appropriately is also another barrier. Okay, that sounds like a lot of work. And it sounds like something you might need a PhD for in networking. <laughs> yeah, sadly, it, it ends up getting to be very complex. Uh, having somebody who is a, a top-notch network expert evaluate this, typically you're going to need to have uh, a number of hours of that person's time to evaluate what's going on in the network. They also know have to know how to evaluate things, how to put things together to say, well, what does it mean if you have FCS errors and alignment errors together on an interface? 
uh, and be able to analyze that condition and come up with the proper uh, definition of saying, okay, this is the full duplex side of a duplex mismatch, and that's what's causing the problem. Sure. So that sounds great for folks that are working at the office. But with COVID, as we know, there's a lot of people that are working from home. So how do you solve for work from home problems? So in order to solve these problems, it's, it's even more challenging because you have users at home who have some unknown quality or grade of ISP, some unknown firewall that might be a little $39 Netgear firewall uh, that just can't deal with the performance of, of having a couple of school at home kids uh, and somebody streaming Netflix at the same time. You've got wireless environments that are really just kind of like the Wild West where there's a lot of channel contention. There's a lot of packet loss that happens because people are on their, 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 their backyard saying, well, at least I get to work in the backyard, which is nice, but they're not realizing that they're dropping half of their packets because they're too far from the access point. So there's a lot of unknowns with these work-at-home environments. And to help answer that, uh, Path Solutions has come out with a new module called Remote View. What remote view is, is it's a single agent that goes on that user's laptop, and what it will do is it will collect all of the information needed, and it does this completely separate from having an engineer involved. Uh, you can have a non-technical user say, go collect the information. All the information gets sent back to the centralized total view server, and at that point, a notification email hits the engineer's mailbox saying, the test results are in. The engineer will go evaluate all of those test results and say, I can solve that problem because I can see what your wireless signal strength is. I can see what your uh, bandwidth capabilities are. I can see what your speed test is. I can see trace route information, split tunneling information. They can look at all of that in one centralized location, just kind of like a doctor who evaluates your lab test results. They can evaluate that and end up coming up with the answer and say, oh, there is wireless channel contention. We need to change your wireless to use channel three, and that's going to solve the problem because nobody in your neighborhood seems to be using channel three. Thus, you're going to have a really good experience. The trick is, is getting this information automatically collected on that PC and brought back to that centralized server so that the problem can get resolved. Sure. So that's what our, our remote view solution is all about, is make it easy to get this information collected and analyzed. Awesome. That sounds like a really helpful tool. So where might people be able to learn a little bit more about the solution? So go to www.pathsolutions.com. Uh, we're going to help make troubleshooting root causes of problems a lot easier. And the, the fact that we have this remote view that can help work at home users as well as our core total view package that focuses on root cause troubleshooting call quality for the office environment just means that you're not going to have call quality issues happen that you don't get resolved immediately. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Tim. We really appreciate you having, um, really appreciate having you on the podcast. So I am hoping we will see you again at conference this year. And um, thank you so much for your time today. Great. One other thing is if you mention this IOG podcast, uh, as you contact us and if you're interested in learning more about it, we're going to get you your own turtle stuffy. So uh, definitely mention the IOG podcast. Uh, we'll get you a don't turtle your network turtle stuffy. 
uh, so that you can uh, be reminded of how to run a better network. That's awesome. I know those turtle stuffies are adorable. So hopefully people will be mentioning this podcast next time they chat with you. And once again, just thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate having you come on. Thank you, Caitlin. Thanks again for joining us for this week's episode of the IAUG Insider Podcast. Be sure to join us again next week for the rest of David and Mike's episode.